them, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, Bussy. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who We're back in on a Hockey Friday edition of the program. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Go out to the hotline in just a couple of minutes. Set up the second hour here. Golden State Warriors make history. And I think that Steph joins Magic and Bird. I've over there, I used to say Magic, Bird, and Kobe. I used to have Kobe in that group. But what I did was took Kobe out of that group and put him in one little tier above Magic Bird and now Steph. And I still would do that. Okay. So it's Michael Jordan. Okay. And then I think it's LeBron and Kobe. Then after that, Magic Bird, Steph. But, you know, um, Bill Russell, uh, maybe you want to put Kareem Abdul-Jabbar up there somewhere with one of those groups. I didn't, you know, have a chance to see it, really. You know? And J.J. JJ Reddick was telling Mad Dog, who goes on uh, with Stephen A. every now and then, man, just freaking roasting him was like, you know. Um, playing against a bunch of plumbers. Bob Cousy's playing against a bunch of firemen and plumbers. You know? It was just, it was beautiful. It was a thing of beauty, and it's true. You know, uh, Wilt Chamberlain was a freak in nature. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was just and really, he was incredibly athletic. He's the leading he's the leading scorer of all time in the league, I think. And then Carl uh, Malone. JJ, uh, what about Kobe? I think Kobe's up there, top five. That's my guess. It goes, do we know? Let's see. Show me the all-time leading NBA scores list, please. Kobe's the greatest scorer of all time. Sorry, I don't know the answer to that one. <sighs> Kobe's the greatest scorer of all time. Kobe's the greatest scorer of all time? Yes. I'm ready to tell you the list. Kareem one. LeBron two. LeBron two. Just past Karl Malone, followed by Kobe, followed by Michael Jordan. Followed by, you'll never guess this guy in a million years. You'll never guess the sixth leading scorer in the history of the National Basketball Association. He's not playing now. He's retired. JJ said, is he old or new? Nah, not magic. He didn't. He was more of a facilitator. Passer. He said, what's that? You're looking it up, you little cheater. No. <laughs> I have no idea. Dirk. Really? Dirk. The sixth leading score in NBA history in front of Wilt Chamberlain Shaq. Guess who's ninth? Carmelo. Damn. No. Yeah. What? That is unbelievable. In front of Moses Malone, Elvin Hayes, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Oscar Robertson. Uh, Dominique Wilkins is higher on this list than I thought he would be. 14. Duncan, 15. Paul Pierce, 16. He's higher on the list than I would have thought. Havlicek, 17. Kevin Garnett, 18. Vince Carter, 19. Alex English, 20. Let's go, Alex English. More points than anybody, I think, in the 80s. I might have made that up, but that, like, like Mark Grace, more hits than anybody in the 90s stat. That sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Durant, 21. Reggie Miller, 22. Jerry West, 23. Patrick Dewey, 24. And Ray Allen, 25. 
Next in line, it says uh, Harden and Russell Westbrook. They have 23,000 plus. So both those guys will probably end up being in the top 15 by the all when it's all said and done, Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Damn. Interesting. To me, Kobe's still the best scorer. It doesn't matter how many points he has. Where, he has. Where's Steph on this list? Huh. I don't know. Yeah. Well, if you look at three-pointers made, it's not even close. Well, he's the greatest three-point shooter of all time. Yeah. <sighs> Would you say Steph is the greatest shooter of all time? Yeah. Eh, that's weird because, like, you could almost say a couple different things. You, you could say that, like, Jordan's one of the best shooters. Who's, you know, elbow jump shot, mid-range jumper all day long. But also you could say that Clay Thompson is one of the greatest just shooters of all time, catch and shoot. So what do you, when you mean Steph is the greatest shooter, do you mean the array of shots, the arsenal? Or what, what do you mean by that? The arsenal, for sure. I mean, he has the floaters. He has the jellies. He's got the, the mid-range game. That's He's got score the threes. to me. Is he the greatest scorer of all time? That's Kobe. Damn. I can't say you're wrong on that at all. I kind of agree with There's you. There's a stat. Kobe has more 60-point games than LeBron and Jordan combined. I think that um, Jordan is the greatest leader of all time, whether you hated his style or loved it. He was the greatest demander of excellence from his teammates. He was the greatest at getting average guys to do really incredible, great things. There's a lot of things that Jordan was the best at. And you can say he's the best player ever, because right? I believe that to be true. But I kind of like your Kobe stuff. Kobe. So where, where do you where do you tier these guys out? Again, tier one, MJ. Tier two, LeBron and Kobe. Tier three, Bird, Magic, now Steph, and we'll add some old dudes in there. I put MJ and LeBron 1A for MJ. You think LeBron's at Michael Jordan's level? I do. I do. I think once he becomes (sighs) the highest scorer, he's top 10 assists all time, top 10 scoring all time. He's number two all time in scoring. I wonder if he'll be a top 15 rebounder of all time. I'll have to look at those rebounding numbers. The the game-winning block against Golden State, coming back 3-1. There's a lot of things that LeBron has done that I think puts him in that same upper echelon as Jordan, and then it's everybody else. Then I put Kobe, and I put Magic and Bird and Steph. That's when I put those guys. But Steph has definitely cracked not only the top 10, but maybe even the top 8. Hmm. Is he the greatest point guard of all time? No, that's magic. magic is. Yeah. Do you think LeBron's a point guard? LeBron's a basketball player. I think so, too. I would not call him a point guard. He's not. He doesn't have any specific position. I mean, point forward doesn't even make sense to call him. He's just a basketball player. That's how good he is. He can play every position. I don't think LeBron's as good as Michael Jordan. Not yet. Ooh. Interesting. If he wins. Will LeBron win another championship? On three, yes or no? JJ, did you hear me? On three, yes or no? Will LeBron win another championship? On three, ready? One, two, three, no. You two both said yes. I said no. um, With the Lakers, JJ, or does he go to another team? He goes back to Miami. What do you think? JJ said another team. He can't hear you. 
Jake said he goes back to Miami. That's what I said, too. I like that. I mean, you put Jimmy Butler. I think you win it with Cleveland or Miami right now. If I think he goes Cle- either way. Well, because Cleveland did add one more piece, and they got a really – I mean, that Garland was an all-star guard. Uh, Mobley? And Jarrett Allen? Damn. That's a squad. And Kevin Love's still Hooper. He could still play a little bit. Does Sexton still play? No, I think he got traded, right? Or I did- think they Colin. No, I think he's just hurt. Oh. oh. Huh? What about Luca? Not yet. Luca has a chance to be one of the best. Or certainly, if Dirk is the seventh leading scorer, sixth leading scorer in NBA history, Luca, he's got the start of a career better than anybody else ever. Hold on, the start of Luca's career has been better than anybody in history. Greatest start, not Derrick Rose. Oh, oh, all right, boom, friend, youngest MVP ever. Eastern Conference Finals, a lot of accolades. That's fair. Ooh, That's fair. I like your little take, though. But when you, I like when your you talk take. about playoff you got... statistics, he's scoring more than Jordan did in his career. Damn, greatest starts to NBA career. Is that something you could look up? <laughs> greatest starts. <laughs> I think that's just something we made up to an NBA. Derek Rose, for sure. Career. Yeah, Derrick Rose was off the charts, bro. 25 best second seasons in NBA history. This could help us. Ooh. Damian Lillard. Um, His second season, he made an all-star team and averaged 20-plus. And he was playing second field to LaMarcus Aldridge. Uh, Larry Johnson, that's grandmama. Anthony Davis. Eh. John Drew, he was an old... Hawks Hooper. David Thompson. Ooh, the Skywalker. Let me see what they say. Uh, David Thompson's first season was with the Nuggets in the ABA. The next year, his sophomore campaign, he moved with Denver to the NBA, and he was ready for the increased level of competition. Thompson's number one job was to get buckets, and he did just that. The Hall of Famer averaged 25.9, 26, basically, um, helping his team ease into the NBA. Penny Hardaway. Ooh, that's a good one. Larry Bird. Um... Let's see here. He made the all-star game every season of his career. His sophomore season, he went uh, scoring, was stayed the same, but he improved in rebounds, assists, and steals. Dwayne Wade, uh, Bill Russell, Buck Williams, Yao Ming, uh, Grant Hill, Elgin Baylor, Vince Carter. It's like some of the greatest dudes of all time. Marcus Johnson, Jerry West, LeBron, I, you know Rick what I, Barry. You know what we have to do? What? We have to compare... Luca's season this year to Derrick Rose MVP season. Okay, we can do that. On the other side. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Join the conversation. Danny and Jake Mountain Sports. I saw the fire in your eyes. Ten twenty a.m. in the Mile High City. We're live from the Tech Center. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate the interaction, the participation. Let's go out to the hotline. We made him wait a little bit too long. Sorry about that. It's the one and it's the only singer-songwriter. It's Chuck Nasty. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Danny. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm okay. Hey, uh, <clears throat> you forgot about Michael Jordan. Eight straight times, first string 
No, he didn't forget about Michael. Fans. He's the greatest. We already said that. We're now we're just talking about other guys. Michael's the greatest. Yeah, but eight times first team all defense. That's really good. Anyway, and it was good to hear that that Havlicek is still on the list there. Yeah, sure. Why not? Business going on, but he's still up there. Yeah, Havlicek, Jerry West. You know, those are all time hoopers. They were hell. They were hellacious players. Mm-hmm. Hey, so the Avalanche tomorrow night. Yeah, rock and roll. Let's go. Uh, I like our. I like our. We were like swarming hornets in that game. Mm-hmm. We're, 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 I think we just skate faster than those guys. We, we're the, some of the fastest skaters in the world. Oh, yeah. Our accumulation of talent is the best in the world. Again, I don't know every last thing about it, the NHL. I'm going to claim to be, no, you know, know the many. NHL like I do the NBA and the NFL, but I think they're the best accumulation of talent in the league, and, you know, that's why they're here. That's why, they're at this, that's why we've got to this point. But they, uh, don't get it wrong, though, Tampa Bay, they got a good team. Yeah. And they're going to probably win one or two in this in this series. Yeah. And I, I don't see them sweeping it. Remember, last time we won, we played New Jersey. We had to go to game seven. We did. We so, lost. We were down 3-2. Three, 3-2. Two. Three, two. And we had to go to New Jersey. We were down three games to do. Imagine that, Jake. You're down three games to two, and you come back to win the Stanley Cup. Wow. It hadn't happened in 31 years hmm. when it happened that time. In New Jersey, they had champagne, everything ready to go. Yeah, they did. Imagine. So, so, but wow. the other time, in 96, against the Florida Panthers, that was four straight. Mm-hmm. So it, it could go either way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I really liked it. That we're really watching something with that Kale McCarr. He's he's really something. He is. Calm down with this. You're going crazy. Hey, All right, so Chuck. What's good stuff? That, that was good yeah. about hearing about uh, the youth sports. Yeah, for sure. With, and then that's what it's all about: helping the kids and helping the young people progress in the world and learn about sports. It's well, I'm in it to win it, but all that other stuff, I guess, is okay too. Yeah, it's important though. You learn how to have teamwork and all that. Mm-hmm. And so JJ's a badass, huh? He is a badass. He's so badass. All right. Well, hey. He was MVP of his little Super Bowl two weekends ago, and he probably will start in the championship game for us on Wednesday. So, Damn. Yeah, I know. Give somebody else a break, JJ. Don't hog everything. Nah, they know what's up. (laughs) They want to win. Danny? Yeah. You guys got the best shows in four counties. I, I appreciate you. Have a great day. Later, buddy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> what are we going to say over there? Oh, I was just going to say, you know, we were talking on the break about the, you know, state of the league, you know, with LeBron in the twilight and, you know, with Jokic and Bede, Giannis, Luka, uh, so many young stars, Jason Tatum, Trey Young. There's just so many uh, young, talented players. I told Danny, I don't, I don't think the league has ever – been in a better position with talent and you know storylines this is the league is in a great position right now even for the future well again we, we brought up the conversation a little bit of like the league um you know as it stands today but people were wondering a couple of years ago where you know who was going to take the you know i guess the crown after after lebron was done there's so many 
great young players in the league right now. You know, Giannis is a bona fide superstar. Jason Tatum's 23 years old. Jokic is 26 years old. Um, John Morant and Luka, um, you know, those two guys, I think, are going to be incredibly dueling out, you know, Western Conference Finals here in a couple few years, you know, fighting for championships. I think those guys kind of cut from that cloth. So, yeah, man, the NBA is very well off. Are the Nuggets, what kind of shape are they in, big picture, do you think? I think they're in great standing right now. They are young, like we mentioned. They have a lot, all of their stars are under 27 or 27 years old. Jokic, 27. Aaron Gordon, 25. Jamal, like 24, 25. MPJ, 23. You know, Bones just is a, going into his second year. They have great talent at a young age. So I think they're poised for the next few years. Does what the Avalanche are doing correlate to Nuggets fans who are just like acting like we should have won a championship by now when really we're realizing like the seasoning that it takes in order to eventually have a chance to go compete for a championship, let alone win one. It's very hard to do. No doubt about it. It's it's like that roast analogy you had the other day. <laughs> you know, you just keep checking it, and it's a little pink in the middle, and it's not ready. It's not ready yet. Mm-hmm. And you that, want it to be. You're hungry. Yeah. You're always like, "What's well, been cooking all freaking day? How can this thing not be ready?" It's just not. It's just not ready yet. And that was the Avs for the past few years, getting bounced in the second round. The Nuggets have had success. They were in the Western Conference Finals in 2020, and yeah, you know, people say it was the bubble, so they'll put an asterisk next to it, but. I disagree. I think they came back down 3-1 in two straight series, and that's not by accident. It's not just bubble ball. Yeah. And they've dealt with injuries the past two years. And even the best of the best, the Golden State Warriors couldn't overcome injuries, hmm. with whether it be Steph or Clay, You have to be healthy. The situation has to present itself to be perfect, almost, to yeah. win a championship. Four championships in eight years. Should have been another one in there, too. If there should have been another one. It should have been five. But do you know what? I think that makes this one sweeter. You know, Steph was emotional. I'm surprised Clay was a little bit more emotional. I think it's maybe just the way he's built. Maybe he's stoic. His, maybe his time for reflection is later. You know, I'm not really sure. But that guy, 900 days. Three seasons. Two full 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 seasons and another third season in a championship run in the midst of one is this one of the greatest sports comeback stories of all time is clay thompson absolutely i mean it's not like he you know was playing at a miraculous level he wasn't he wasn't amazing but he still came back they don't win it without him he contributed a lot you know he in game five, put up 21 points, five three-pointers, and that was when they needed him most. Steph was not on. I got some of the greatest sports comebacks in all time, career comebacks. You ready for some of these? Yeah. George Foreman came out of retirement at 50 years old to win the heavyweight championship, knocked Michael Moore on his ass, got his ass waxed. Um, Josh Hamilton was smoking crack rocks. And came back to 
um, be an all-star caliber player winning the greatest home run derby in the history of home run derbies. He, yeah, that's a, it's a different kind of career comeback, right? You with me? Yep. How about uh, Roger Clemens came out of retirement to win a World Series? That count? I think so. Um, Brett Favre. What do you think about Brett Favre? Uh, goes to the Jets and like his career is over. Okay. Gets out of there, goes to the Vikings, and they go to the NFC Championship game. Different though, right? A little different. It's not at that same magnitude. How about this magnitude? Monica Sellis is playing tennis, sitting on courtside, and someone comes up and stabs her. She's never the same player again, but does come back to win another major or two. That's a big comeback. I mean, she was the number one player in the world. Fighting for your life, really. What's the greatest? This Clay Thompson comeback story is very kind of historic. Right? I mean, torn ACL and a torn Achilles, and then comes back and wins a championship the year after. Does Jordan count? No. I don't think so either. No, that doesn't count. That was by his choice. I don't think so either. What about Carson Palmer? Torn ACL, MCL, dislocated knee, cartilage damage, all that. It was a career ender. Had a um, couple surgeries. Came back, threw 4,000 yards. That's a pretty good yeah. comeback story. Plus he did it with the Cardinals, right? Right. It's not a. It's not one of the all-time. What about comebacks? there? Got me thinking. Kurt Warner. Not only the comeback to go from college to bagging groceries to come to, you know, surviving to find a way to play in the NFL, but he's washes out with the Giants. They draft Eli. He goes to the Arizona Cardinals, and they go to a Super Bowl. Remember that? Yeah. Anquan Bolden, Larry Fitz. Let's go to break. Let me know if you guys can think of any more. 303-831-1340. Tommy John, the guy who they named the surgery after, um, came back after um, it said experts gave him a one and a hundred chance at recovery. Okay. You feel me? Then a doctor went ahead and invented a little nifty procedure. And at the time, you know, was unheard of. He went on to win 164 more games. That is the big one there. Tommy John might be the greatest. Okay. 303-831-1340. The hotline as well as the text line. Jake's at Jake Meyer Radio. I'm at Tweets. Danny on Twitter. It's Mile High Sports. Jake, show the people what they're missing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Would you go to the Rockies on some free tickets tonight? No. Okay. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. 
Thanks for being with us. Want to hear from you guys. We'll catch up on the text line. We'll catch up uh, with the callers. If you want to be one of them, then give us a jingle. Okay? We got a bunch of texts to get okay, to. Okay, let's rock them. All right, we got from Noit. He says, John Morant on pace to be in the conversation for best starts in a career. I agree. John Morant and Luca are a little bit cut from that same cloth. Overnight success for their franchise. I mean, like, you got to really evaluate who and where their franchises were before they got there, what they've become. Uh, Jaws right, right there. Luca kind of in the same mode. But again, Luca's pro, uh, such a prolific scorer. That's what he sets him apart. But again, and then, you know, he's an assister and a rebounder as well. Um, he does it all. He does. Um, I wouldn't say he's better than I. He's better t- than Jaw. Luke is better than Jaw. He could do more things. Eh, I don't know. That's going to come to who wins. Okay. That's going to come to like we always say about, well, Dan Marino. Yeah, I'm sure he threw the ball beautifully, but he was, you know, nine and seven or eight and eight every year. What he did didn't translate to winning at a high level. We'll see of those two guys who's, you know, play um, propels their team. And who becomes a real championship, bona fide championship contender? Because you know, one of the two guys, you know, they're riding. Uh, it, it won't. It, I, I doubt it'll be. You know, I doubt both guys will be all time greats. One's going to be a really, 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 really good, and I think one's going to be an all time great. And sometimes it's not always who you think it's going to be. Luke is going to be the all time great. Uh, we got another <laughs> text uh, from the six oh five. Got it. Give us your name so we can know who this is. Okay. Um, says Talladega Nights. If you ain't first, you're last. Always remember that, Bobby. is a is a great dad movie. That's a good dad movie. Yeah, that is a good dad movie. Even though the dad's a deadbeat. <laughs> we'll come at you like a spotter monkey. Uh, Santino says over the top. Oh, a Stallone. He's literally like he's a trucker. And he's, he, his kid goes on the road with him. And to order to survive and defeat the forces of evil, he must win the arm wrestling contest. Interesting. Yeah. Sounds uh, sounds like a good movie. <laughs> it was. As long as Stallone's in it. Are you kidding me? One of the greats. Right. Uh, <laughs> NDC Danny says, you talking about office space? <laughs> um, yeah, Danny needs to pitch J.J. I think I got it, what I'm going to do here. Pull a Tampa Bay Rays. What's that? Pitch JJ two innings, pitch, you know, Sorelli two innings, pitch Grant two innings, pitch your best guys for two innings each. Well, we, we've we done some of that stuff before because if you pitch a boy 20 or less pitches, he can pitch the next day. But if not, they can, JJ threw 75 pitches last week. That's a lot of pitches. Wow. I think it should probably be 60. And around 65, he kind of gassed a little bit. But he threw into the fourth inning and gave us what we needed. Is that child abuse? Mm, no. Maybe. I think I'm going to save JJ for Wednesday night. That's the championship game. I think I'm going to start Chase. I think I'm just going to move forward with it. We start Chase. If I need to bring in, if I, if I need to bring you in, we, I can do that. Uh, there's some audio, actually, Jake has of me uh, after our big win last week. Do you have that audio, Jake? you got to be number one. Talking to our I kids here. I not tolerate any losers in this family. Your intensity is for shit. Win! 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 
You might have to come on Wednesday night, Jake. Championship game, yeah. I, we got we're uh, school that night. I do. What time? It's five thirty. To when? Nine thirty. Damn. Can't Joe Rico fill in for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rico. <laughs> Just sit down. Because, because you're, you're fired. That's pretty funny, man. <laughs> so okay. We'll set up a breaker, go out on time, as usual. If you're new to the show, yeah, right. super punctual, in and out, real clean on the break. So uh, a little music here will set us off. We'll come back. Uh, give our avalanche predictions for game two. I want to talk about Peyton and Russell Wilson taking BP in full Rockies unis yesterday. I'll show you the picture, Jake, if you hadn't seen it yet. We got a lot of stuff still to squeeze into one final segment. There's no more basketball. Kind of sad about it, but you know the beauty of the NBA in the NHL season, it's just right around the corner again. So, yeah, man. Reigning MVP. We got him. Back-to-back. Take that for data, right? Back-to-back MVP? Take that for data. All right. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, and J.J. Williams back on their side of my sports. Spider-Man and Freeze in full effect You ready, Ron? I'm ready You ready, dude? I'm ready, Slick, are you? Oh, yeah, take it down Girl, I must warn you Final segment of the show, Hockey Friday Edition of the program, 303-831-1340 Thanks for being with us About 10 minutes left to get our Game 2 predictions To get you to go run to the computer and look at Peyton Manning and Russell Wilson in full, you know, Rockies uniforms. It's weird, you know, seeing them in a loser's outfit. You know, did you have a look at them yet, Jake? No, I didn't. What's the problem here? Uh, I don't. It's the Rockies. I don't really care. Okay. Um. Okay. Let's see. Where does Draymond? fall into you know in terms of great all-time great players where, where where's that at all-time great players i mean he's probably top 50 75 he wasn't in the top 75 neither was clay should they have been obviously yeah. now they should have yes been. no doubt about it uh the the hustle plays that draymond gives you the intangibles, the getting in the opponent's head, you know, just the rebounds, the the defense, the passing. He plays his role. Has there ever been another player quite like this guy? Um, yeah, there's been guys like him before. Like who? Barkley? Uh, I would say Barkley like couldn't pass the ball and run an offense like Draymond. That's true. You know, he has he has that over a lot of the other antagonizers. Who would you rather, Charles Barkley or Draymond? <laughs> that is hard. You know, probably Charles. Because if... Damn, that's really hard. If Draymond was not with Steph and Clay, he would have zero championships. Barkley was the best player on his team. Draymond's like third. Not even close. Sniffing the best player on his team. 
damn, it's weird. That is like, th- th- there's no right or wrong answer because Charles Barkley was a bona fide superstar and one of the 25, 20 greatest players in NBA history. Maybe the greatest rebounder of all time, him and maybe Dennis Rodman. Um, and he could score the ball, okay? He's the greatest, most undersized big man ever in the history of the league. Charles was great. Personality, charisma, his era, era. era. He played in the great teams, the great teammates, the Suns, the Sixers, the uh, Rockets, uh, the Dream Team. All that kind of stuff is on Barkley's resume. But to be, you know, third best player on a team that just all they do is win championships. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is very hard. Oh, man. I'll take Charles over Draymond. I probably would want to be the star because then it's on me. But also, how would I feel if I'm playing with two other really great players and I was one of the greatest, you know, um, straws that stirred the drink in NBA history, right? Anillo, is that Anillo? Real quick. Okay. Who'd you rather? Who'd you rather? Who would I rather? Draymond or Barkley? In regards to who do I like, like just all time? Uh, it's kind of open-ended. It's kind of personality you, and all. I'm going to let you qualify it any way you want. Chuck. Why? Because it's Chuck. I mean, I don't know. Like, the thing is, like, I... Seeing Draymond win last night, like I'm not the biggest fan of Draymond, but it was kind of cool. Like he talks all that talk and he can walk the walk to a degree. But I think Barkley's a better player. Like, what is Draymond Green without the players around him? Like, and I mean, it was nice to see him kind of turn back yeah, the clock what, last night for the first time in you know a year and a half. But what are those guys without the playmaking ability of Draymond, the toughness, all the things that Draymond does to make it so easy? For those guys yeah, to like, literally catch and shoot. But he makes things easy, but he also makes things difficult with his antics. Eh. I don't I, I think the reality of it is though continuity, like if you're kind of like in the middle with Draymond, like you're able to absorb the good and the bad because of what you've built as a franchise with Golden State. I don't think like Draymond just fits their mold. Like, you know, he was just like their little Well, again, Draymond know, doesn't work it, but. everywhere. But also Give Draymond a little bit of credit for helping the creation of no, Clay yeah, he's and a Steph founding, as well. No, he's a founding father in that sense. I mean, you can't take it away from him, but in no world, I, I he's think, no way better than Clay. I Steph. think the right answer is Barkley because he's, he's a, a superstar. Player. He's a better player, you, and you didn't hear that. But Barkley's a you know top twenty player of all time, a dream teamer. The you know the great brands. He was so close so many times. Yeah. Um, again, I, for me, I'd probably do Barkley, but also. What's you know? It's like we're reading, we're you know working at a radio station with two or three other really super talented guys. Or maybe that's yeah. not the perfect analogy. It still feels good to win. No, absolutely. And you're never going to be able to take away anything from Draymond Green. But I think everybody looked at Draymond's four rings as a product of what he contributed. It's not like he won those individually, right? It's not as in- impactful for what Steph accomplished. I want to hear night. somebody make like the case for Draymond. I don't get how you can make the case for Draymond. Like, there's no one is going to four re- championships. No one, yeah, but it's also it's part of the team, right? And I mean, no one's going to make the case that Draymond Green's a better basketball player. Yeah, than but Charles like Barkley. you could say, no one's going to make that in case. a in a in a league in an era we live in where like nothing's really new. We've seen everything a million times over. There's never really been another player like Draymond ever. Fair. And ever. Draymond is just kind of like the ultimate role player, though. Barkley had that superstar level of play. It never amounted to anything in a championship ring, but Draymond is nothing more than a bona fide role player. He's a great one, but he's not a superstar is in his own right. Is he the greatest role player of all time? He, no. You're, taking, you're telling me Draymond Green's better than Manu Ginobili? Yes. You're telling me Draymond Green's better than Steve Kerr? Yes. 
I don't know about by that. quite a bit, and I like those two guys. I, don't I think know. Draymond's quite a bit, and those are some really good comps. We probably have to go to like Derek was, Fisher's of well, the world. Well, no, was James Worthy a star right. yeah. or a role player? Right. I think that's, that's where like the conversation the, that's like has the to good go. Comp is like a Draymond James Worthy comp of like James Worthy's an incredible player in his own right, but was mm-hmm. playing with a litany of talent around him. Mm-hmm. I like Draymond. Like he's annoying, but like I like people that you know could talk the talk and walk the walk as well. And it was there was a little satisfaction seeing him kind of maybe walk like off. a combination of um, Rick Mahorn and um, uh, Bill Embiid. Is Draymond? Yeah. Those guys just were separate guys for yeah. that Detroit team. That's what it. Fe- it it's, you're never going to see another Draymond Green. You know the knockoff version's Pat Bev. Yeah. Okay. He's your Dollar Tree version. Good so. stuff. Sorry. Yeah. I'll save it. You can save the rest for your show. All right. Got a few minutes left. Uh, parlay. Um, we got baseball tonight. I mean, that's really your only. What about tomorrow for the Abs? Who's give me some anytime goal scores? I'm gonna say Stamco scores a goal. And I think McKinnon, since he didn't score in game one, I think he's going to come out hot. Uh, I think you parlay those two together and you got a nice little juicy parlay. I got this one from Chris Nash. Uh, he Chuck, he wanted to try and beat Jordan. He could have joined Jordan and got a ring. I like that little take there. Clean take, right? Yeah, but Chuck prides himself on, you know, not really joining a super team. Outside of those Houston days, but those guys were all over the hill. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else into the weekend here? It's really Avs. Avs is what I, what's on my mind this weekend. I don't really care about baseball. It's middle of the season. There's still 100 games left. I had a lot of nerves in game one, going in game one and throughout them, that were alleviated after they won the game. Was it good nerves? Should I try to build that back up in my body, or now should I be confident? You you can never really truly be confident when you're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning because they can just you know flip the switch and turn it on at any moment. And I I think your confidence has gone up. My confidence has definitely gone up after Game One. You know that you can compete with these guys, the back to back champs, and you're in it to win it. Now you got one game on them. You got a little bit of a cushion. This isn't a must-win game, but it would make you feel so much better if you win game two. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. This is this game two. Um, if the Avs win this thing, then we're going to make some incredible history here and probably win this series in five games. That would be great. That would be fantastic. If they lose game two here, then we're going to. This is going to be a long, drawn-out, you know, hell of a ride. And I'm down for that if I know there's a win, a dub at the end of it, but you can't guarantee that. So, you know, like like JJ's game, we got to go win this game before we're worried about playing a championship on Wednesday, right? 100%. You can't look forward to Wednesday. You got to win the game in front of you. <sighs> All right, that's the show. Uh, good stuff, Jake. Appreciate you big time. Uh, let's go, Avs. Have a great week and be safe out there. Want to hear a little Nuggets trade drop news something? I'm not sure what I want. Besides the Avs championship, I'm not going to get greedy. We'll take the cup, and then we'll worry about Nuggets. And then the Broncos, right? Right. For Jake Meyer, I'm Danny Williams. For JJ Williams, we appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night.
Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Bye. See you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Bye. Bye.